I have a unique cell phone number. So when I say I have a unique cell phone number, I mean it's unique in that it's actually one of those easy numbers that's really easy to remember. I think I just said easy like 400 times. But the point is, back when I was in my 20s and I was single, I would give my number out. Say someone at a party asked for it or someone walking to class asked for my number and I would give them my number and they would be like mad. And they'd be like, you know, you don't have to lie to me. Just say you don't want to give me your number. And I remember always taking that as like a red flag. So if a guy got upset or he got a little snarky with me, I would just kind of act like, yeah, it's not my number. Sorry. Best of luck. And I felt like he showed me his true colors at that time. Now, somewhere along the road, whether it be after my first divorce, actually, I know it was after my first divorce. I lost that discernment over dating along the way. And honestly, I think sometimes when we go through hardship and we have someone in our lives who's incessantly tagging us with negatives, we come out of that and we sort of don't know who we are or how we're supposed to be in the world. And that was definitely the case for me. Welcome to Tear Out the Tags, the podcast brought to you by Embolden Label, a space where you will learn to remove the labels that are holding you back. Your life is increasingly defined by simple words that are meant to categorize you. These words are turned into hashtags, making you feel stuck with a limited definition of what you can be in this world. Tags, though helpful online, are ineffective at fully describing how individual and extraordinary you are. I'm your host, B. Evans, here to take you on a journey to live emboldened within yourself and embolden others along the way. Let's get started. So inevitably, you would give someone your number back in those days where you were single and young and sort of carefree. And once in a blue moon, someone would get super attached and you would kind of start to get their like things, like their isms, right? I remember a girlfriend and I, we used to call them class five clingers. And I've actually heard people use the phrase stage five clingers. But it didn't really matter how clingy or needy or attached they were. Some of them would say, I love you really fast. And you would be like, whoa, we just went on one date. Like you need to chill out. But here's the thing is sometimes you would give your phone number to somebody and then you would be like, oh, crap, lose my number. Please lose my number, right? Well, I was the type of person that I didn't want to hurt someone's feelings or I didn't want them to feel rejected because no one likes feeling rejected and nobody likes feeling like they're too much. And so I have to admit right here on this show that I adopted this like people pleaser tag. So I would have this style of letting someone down really easy, usually after dating them for far too long. And then I would make it about me and not them. Because it was easier for me and then I felt better because I knew they could go and date someone that made them feel really good and they wouldn't be like triggered and healing from this rejection that I handed them. And I felt fine about it because I just would move on. But the thing is, is over time, that habit of people pleasing and that habit of sort of lowering myself down to lift others up created this habit of me taking these negative labels and sort of attaching them to myself, both metaphorically and sometimes literally. 
So today I'm here to reintroduce myself and sort of give you my number, tell you a little bit about myself. Now I'm not actually going to give you my cell phone number because that would be weird, but um, I'm going to tell you who I am and why I'm here. When I started with this concept, it was January of 2020. Now by the time I got to the point where I was launching the podcast and really getting into some of this content and the idea around it, I would say it was about early March of 2020. I know you can actually laugh if you are in this industry of public speaking and book publishing and podcasting and all the things that come with content creation because when March of 2020 hit, this entire industry went reeling. I shouldn't say the entire industry. The publishing world did not because everyone was reading books, but the public speaking world absolutely did. And that was what my intention was as my start, my sort of tiptoe into this industry. So I did what any new content creator, what any new business owner would do. Now I say new business owner, I've been in business for a very long time, but this was my own thing without any partners and it was in a completely new industry. So I joined different groups, I bought different programs and courses and I started diving into the learning that comes with this. And what happens when you do that is you meet all these incredible people that are doing all these amazing things. And most of them are doing things that um, are sort of regurgitated version of other things, which is sort of nice because you realize I can do the things that I want to do and, and do it in a different way while still not being completely original because being completely original with the age of the internet is almost impossible to do. I shouldn't say, well, I said almost, so I'm good there. Now, the other thing that comes with doing that, with meeting all these people that are doing all these amazing things, is comparison starts to breed inside of you. Now, I wish I could sit here and tell you guys, like, I'm the tear out the tags girl, and I came into this, you know, label free or living with only positive labels. I simply don't believe that's possible. I don't care how good you get. I don't care how healed you are. I think you're always going to be dealing with something inside of your head that's causing you to have to move past it. I think it's human nature. I think it's how our brains are wired. And I guess if I'm wrong, I'll have to make another podcast episode to say how full of crap I am today. But that's how I feel about it is I really had no idea how much that comparison monster was going to come in and just like live inside of my head for really what felt like this whole time, this last like two years. So when I started this podcast, I started it as a model of someone that was doing something similar that was having a ton of success. And I didn't really measure because I had never done one before. So I didn't know how hard it was going to be. I didn't know how consistent I was going to have to be or how much I was going to have to promote the podcast. And so of course it fizzles because it wasn't mine. So here I am today. I am restarting all of this with a completely new slate. And the reason is I've talked to so many of you and most of you are looking for open-minded conversations where you can be you and wear the labels that you believe in and live the life that means something to you while also getting to know people that have totally different perspectives. And you know what? That was my goal and what I wanted to bring you, but I was too afraid to show up and be completely me in my labels. 
And if I'm being totally honest with you guys, the reason I was so afraid is because I didn't want my belief systems or the labels that I'm sort of married to right now to alienate you guys. Because I truly believe that as our identity grows and as we adapt and change and develop and learn, that those labels will come and go and we will take things out and tear them apart and then we will attach different things. So who I am today is always growing and ever-changing and there will be some labels that I stand really true in and I plant my flag in and I hope that you'll allow me to be me without feeling like you have to be something different. So today I'm going to cover a couple of those things. I hope that you will be open-minded, that you will consider who you are talking to and hearing from as I introduce myself to you. And you know what? If you are here and you do not like what I have to say, it's so simple. Please lose my number. Please stop listening to the podcast. Unsubscribe from our newsletter. Don't buy our apparel. And just go find somebody who inspires you in what you want. You guys, I have been doing this for two years, and one thing that I haven't been willing to do is let go of those of you who just aren't in it. But the people that are in it are completely committed to having these conversations, to hearing the amazing stories that we're going to have on the show from guests, both anonymous and expert. And honestly, I don't want anyone around who's going to ruin that vibe. So it is no big deal if this is not for you. I just encourage you to go find what is, and I cheer you on as you do that. Hang tight for just a few moments as we hear from our sponsor. I have been struggling with migraines lately, and they would not go away. You guys, it's Colorado, and it's so dry here, and I will get in the habit of not hydrating myself. So I called my friends at Rocky Mountain IV Medics, and within an hour, I had a registered nurse at my house giving me an IV, and before the IV was even complete, I felt totally fine. I was so amazed I never even had to get off my couch. Next time you aren't feeling 100%, get your mobile IV with Rocky Mountain IV Medics. Their info is RockyMountainIVMedics.com, and I will drop a link in the show notes below. And we're back. I gotta tell you, I feel like I just broke up with half of you, and I'm feeling really bad about it. The people pleaser in me is like screaming out like, I can't do this. I have to hang on to these people that I care so much about. But you guys, being a people pleaser is a total violation of self. And oftentimes we are giving up everything that matters to us in order to connect with someone that we care about. So I encourage you today, if you are wearing the people pleaser tag, we are going to start defining it. We are going to figure out if it fits and we are either going to redefine it or tear out the tag. So that will be in future episodes, but just know that my people pleaser tag is having a hard time letting those of you go who don't want to be here. Okay, so I said I was going to introduce myself to you. I'm not going to go crazy, you guys. This isn't going to be like a 40-minute episode where you have to listen to how great I am. I am not that person. And in fact, I was at a conference recently where there were a number of, I'll call them influencers in the room, and everybody just really wanted to talk about how great they were. That is not me. It makes me actually really uncomfortable to do an episode like this, but I need to tell you guys a little bit about myself so that I can get started on the right foot with you as we totally reinvent this podcast. So most of my life, I feel like I always had one foot in one world and another foot in another world. 
And for whatever reason, that became very comfortable for me. So starting from the time I was a little kid, I was raised in a small town in Wyoming, about 3,500 people back when I lived there. And when I was nine years old, I moved to Phoenix, Arizona, which, I mean, I don't even know what the population was then, but it's a very large city now. And I went from a school that was quite small to a school that, as you can imagine, was quite large. And not only was there a difference in population and in energy and in like busy and excitement, but there was also a difference in like the people. So the folks that I remember growing up around in Wyoming were really um, quiet, laid back, hardworking. And um, I mean, it was kind of that typical country, small town, quiet person. And then when I moved to Phoenix, I remember there being like more competitive sports and Um, the kids were a little bit more aggressive and I remember being bullied more and there was a lot more fashion. Like I remember feeling really uncool because I didn't have all the hair and the clothes and all the things that all the other kids had. So there was a big difference for me. It was kind of like two totally different worlds. And in some ways I loved Wyoming and in some ways I loved Arizona But I really enjoy being the age I am now and having had both experiences. That continued with sports. So I was a softball player and I was also a cheerleader. So I would go from being kind of a tomboy and, you know, wearing baggy clothes and not wearing any makeup and rubbing dirt in my wounds to going to cheer practice and having the hair and the makeup and the uniforms. And it was really a completely different vibe for me. And I enjoyed both. And then starting in my career, I was starting a career in oil and gas at the same time that I was an MBA dancer. And so again, I would go between these two very different worlds where I had to put on really specific hats to show up and be successful in that environment. Now I say I had to, I truly do believe that, you guys. I really do believe that there are certain areas of our life where we put on certain hats and we have to do certain things or be a certain way in order to achieve and be successful in those areas. And I've seen people that are like, hey, that's just not me. And they're just unwilling to comply. And typically those people's worlds get really small, which You know, here's the thing. If you're wearing those labels and you have a really narrow group of labels that you like to wear and people that you like to associate with, I think that's totally fine for you. I just wasn't that person. I was always discovery and connection based. So I wanted to do as many things as humanly possible. And I wanted to meet all of the different people that do all of those different things I was interested in, which made me, of course, collect a lot of life experiences and collect a lot of important relationships that didn't necessarily go together. If I would bring one of my cheer friends to meet up with one of my softball friends, they might not see eye to eye or get along. And that has been the case most of my life. And as I talk to you guys, a lot of you have had the same issue where you really want connection with the community you have. But sometimes when you bring all your people together, it just doesn't gel. And that's because a lot of people live their lives really devoted to the few labels that they think are important and that, you know, really drive the blood of their lives. 
So for today's episode, I'm going to share four labels with you that have really held me back in putting this content out for all of you to hear and for you to connect with. And the reason I've had a hard time talking about these things is I'm so afraid that I'm going to alienate those of you who can't align with these labels that I do live my life by that are attached to me. And as you'll see, some of them are choices I've made and values I have, and some of them are things I can't control. So here's the first one, being a woman. Okay, so there's a ton of conversation out there about this, and the gender conversation seems to be raging right now, and not only in male-female, but there are other gender identifications that are coming out that some people are choosing to identify with. Now, I'm not going to share my opinion about all of that right now, but what I will tell you is I came out with this in 2020, and I cannot tell you how many men have messaged me saying, I love your content, I love your concept, but you need a male co-host so you can speak into male issues. I'm sorry, did I hear that right? I need to be a man to speak into male issues, but Tony Robbins doesn't have to be a woman to speak into female issues, and Simon Sinek doesn't have to be a woman to speak to corporate America, and Seth Godin doesn't have to be a woman to write a book about tribes But if I want to talk about the labels that are attached to you and to me, I need to be a man to speak into the labels that men wear. No, I don't think so. For those of you who are listening, who believe that this is true, don't worry. I'm going to have male voices on this podcast. However, if you really, really believe that I don't have the ability to speak into male issues because I'm a woman, I also want you to lose my number, aka stop listening to this podcast. And the reason is that is the problem with the world today is that we have this divide happening and it really happens between opposing labels. So if it isn't male, female, it's happening between political views or religious views or a number of other things where people decide, hey, I can't learn from you because you believe in something different than I do, or you've experienced something different than I have. So why am I so passionate about this? You guys, I was married to two men who I could not reach. And the reason is men are given a very small set of labels that they have to live their lives under. And most of them are not comfortable expressing themselves or talking about the things that are hurting them or sharing the traumas that they've stepped through because they have to be tough and because they have to be providers. And if I can be just one voice that allows men to come on this show and talk about their lives and what they've been through, then I will have achieved one of my goals because you can't just empower one set of people. We have to empower and embolden everyone. We have to have these conversations together so that we can learn from each other, so that we can grow as individuals, and so that we can actually make the world a better, more communicative place. Okay, so the next three labels are labels that I've actually worn both sides of. So when I say that, that's not going to make sense, but I'm going to explain it to you. The next label that I need to share with you that I have felt uncomfortable talking about on the podcast is the fact that I am a woman of faith, that I am a Christian, that I believe in God, and that everything I do is in service to him. Now, I tell people all the time, 
They say, why do you believe in God? And I say, my life is better with God in it than it was when he wasn't in it. I don't feel the need to explain much more than that to most people, although I'm willing to have the conversation. But everything I do is to point you all in a direction that will bring you closer to relationship with God. Now, when I say that, I am not saying that I love anything about the spirit of religion. So there are a lot of you listening who have what I would consider to be religious traumas, and those traumas have made you pull as far away from God as possible. I grew up very similarly in that I did not grow up in a spiritual household. I won't get into the depths of that conversation right now, but I lived the majority of my life not knowing God and not having any Christian label that I was wearing. I don't feel like it changed who I was to start believing in him and to start having a relationship with him. It is certainly not something that I'm going to pour onto this podcast in a way that's going to make this an only Christian-based podcast because the truth is, again, I want to amplify voices that are unique and different. I want for Christians to be able to listen to this podcast and hear stories that might make them think twice about how they treat people that believe in different things than them. And I also want people listening who aren't followers of Christ to hear stories by Christians that make them inspired to seek a relationship with God in whatever capacity that looks like for them. This is an area that I am so nervous will create divide because it seems like faith is such a polarizing topic in today's world. And if we talk about faith, it seems like people will just turn you off or they are like your loyal listeners. But it doesn't seem like very many people achieve talking about faith without delineating their audience in some way. And again, I don't want that to be a label that creates division for you all on this podcast. All right, the last two of those labels that I haven't been able to share with you guys because of my own insecurities, because of my own worries that it's going to push someone away is the fact that I am a single parent and a divorcee. So again, I will say I've lived both sides of this coin, right? I've been married. I've been a step parent. I've been a single parent and a twice divorcee, actually. And here's the thing is a lot of the lessons that I learned while wearing these family tags have actually brought me the most learning and the most wisdom in order to bring this content to you guys. When I was married and at times in my co-parenting journey, I have been labeled with the most brutal words that in others' eyes were defined very poorly. And it has derailed me a lot, you guys. I have had literally years where I take one label and I just think to myself, is this true? Am I this person? Is this person right? And I've amplified a lot of people's voices in my head that should have never had my number. And so These are two labels that I am nervous are going to make you stop listening if you can't relate to what I go through in my life. I believe that none of these things are the case, and I don't plan on this podcast being about my labels. However, I felt like it was really important for me to talk to you guys and really tell you who I am. Now, let's be real. I didn't just tell you who I was. I told you four 
very basic labels and a little tiny bit of information about each one. You guys, as we dive into the labels that you wear, the labels that you are committed to and the values that you have and the way you define all of that, you're going to find really quickly that when we introduce ourselves to another person, we are just scratching the surface of the depths of human that exist today. Now, I believe that as we move through life and we share just these snippets of ourselves with other people, we are leaving a lot of that depth uncovered, both for other people and in ourselves. This show is going to inspire you to start pulling up, like excavating out all of the depths of all of those labels you wear and really learning how you define yourself and whether or not you are actually having a positive conversation with those labels that you're wearing or if those negatives are weighing you down. And if you're weighed down by those labels, you're going to learn how to tear them out on this show. So that is my beef that I had for you today. I know I feel like I'm like lecturing you guys and I'm so sorry. I'm really passionate about this topic. You guys probably haven't seen that yet because I, again, was living under this comparison label and I have torn out that comparison label and I'm just hoping that you guys will enjoy having this awesome open conversation with me as we go forward. If you guys would love to start wearing the emboldened label, check out our website. We have apparel on there that has screen printed tags on it. Now, the coolest part about these tags is instead of sizes, we have words that represent those sizes. So for example, our smalls are called astonishing instead of small. You will see on the label that there is a tiny indicator that shows that the shirt is indeed a small so that you can buy the right size, but they are such a cool concept and they are designed so beautifully and you need your Embolden Label shirt today. So go check out the website, www.emboldenlabel.com. And as always, I would love to hear from you all. So shoot me an email at hello at emboldenlabel.com. That's E-M-B-L-D-N label.com. And as always, I would love to hear from you if you want to be featured on the show with an anonymous story of how you were labeled and how it's either still affecting you in your life today or how you overcame that label to do something that you dreamt of doing. I will see you guys next week. And until then, don't forget to tear out the negative labels that are holding you back. See you next time.